Oh, let me mute my laptop. Hold on. Hello and welcome to the BizTalk Live show. I am your host, Shanti Alrighty. Uh, we are so excited to be here today. Uh, this is a celebratory um, show because it is our season finale, right? Uh, we have uh, been uh, broadcasting this show for entrepreneurs and business owners for going on two years now, and we are getting ready for a rebrand. So we're excited. We'll be rebranding, uh, changing some things up, bringing some new uh, initiatives to the show uh, in 2020. So I wanted to close out the season with some powerhouse uh, women entrepreneurs and business owners. I wanted it just to be a big party, right? So I've invited some uh, old gold friends and some new gold friends uh, to share uh, with us their stories today, right? We really want to focus around the theme of today, which is Vision 2020. We are looking forward to uh, the new decade, the new year. Um, it's a powerful thing. And so we want to focus, or I wanted to focus our discussion around that because um, I know a lot of you, we're in fourth quarter, you're preparing for the new year. Uh, we want to be in a strong position. We want to get our brands and our businesses um, at, at, a, at a higher level. We want to elevate uh, in 2020. So that is why we are here. Uh, please join in, tune in wherever you are. Hit the love button, drop comments. If you ask questions and if we don't get to them uh, during the broadcast, we always follow up after the show. Okay, so let's get right into it. I just want to introduce all of our uh, panel of speakers today, and we'll start with Avalura. Avalura, can you introduce yourself? Hey, everyone. I'm Ava Laura, your life coach, intuitive consultant, and keynote speaker. Happy to be back. I was just reminded from Shantae, this is my third time. So happy to be back on the show. Happy to be talking about one of my favorite topics in 2020 vision. And, you know, for me as an intuitive consultant, that really uh, leads back to a lot about intuition. So looking forward to speaking more about that and sharing my tips with you. I love it. I'm so glad that you're here. And Tracy, another familiar face. Tracy, can you introduce yourself to our audience? Sure can. How's everybody doing? I uh, am Apostle Tracy George. Uh, they call me the guru. I help you bring balance into your life. Folks always ask, why are you so calm? Well, you can find out why. We have a book coming out uh, that will deal on that topic and we'll talk about it today and give people tips on how they can maintain balance. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Cherie. Hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. I am Cherie M. Good, the recharge strategist. I help you to recharge not only your gadgets, but your mind, body, and spirit so you can transform your health for 2020. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Hi, Myra. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. Right? I was like, I'm, I'm a regular now. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I am Myra J. Stefter. I'm the chief smile producer. All, sharing all of this right here um, and a holistic mindset strategist. And what I do is simply help 
every help entrepreneurs especially reframe your mindset and we take a mind body spirit approach in that as well by resetting that thinking thinking that faulty programming as well as releasing those things that never served you and healing areas in your life that are keeping you stuck stalled and stagnant just really to help build confidence and help you show up and shine so that you can embody your greatness and of course smile so I'm excited because I think this is this is really my third time and it should be my fourth time, but the last time didn't quite work out. <laughs> well, we are so uh, glad to have you here as always. We love, love the smile. Bianca, hi. Welcome back. I think we, we might have lost Bianca. Bianca? Yeah. No uh -oh. Bianca. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, so she lost connection. So hopefully she she will come back. Um, but we want to just get right into it. Like I said, I love talking about I'm a visionary. Um, so I love um, I'm always forward thinking, thinking about the future um, uh, for myself and like for others and thinking about how I can um, change the world. Um, but we're right now in 2019. So I just want to hear from you ladies. Um, let's start with what has been your experience or what your main takeaway uh, from 2019 is based on where you're at right now in your life and your business. And we'll start with you, Evalora. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I actually just did a podcast with a friend talking about this because for me, um, you know, 2019, I've, I've sown a lot of seeds and I've been doing this work for a long time. I'm going into my 14th year. And what I saw in 2019 is a lot of amazing opportunities happening. And then at the same time, a lot of uh, lessons, if you will, that, that might appear to be obstacles or, or challenges, um, but really lessons. And, you know, what I'm walking away with and realizing is that in order for all of these blessings that I've been working to manifest to happen, I had to get these lessons first. So I had some major lessons, particularly in this fourth quarter of 2019. And I know that's setting me up for the blessings to come in 2020. And I think what's really important, um, and when I talked about it, I actually uh, put a post on um, you know, Facebook. If you follow me on Facebook or Twitter, LinkedIn, um, you see I post pretty much every day. And I put a post that uh, you know, true masters are really tested. And true masters do struggle, true masters do suffer. And that's not a problem, that is a part of your journey. And if you really want to master something, if you really want to achieve greatness and success and live your best life as we're all talking about, you're going to be tested, you're going to suffer, you're going to struggle. That is a part of the process. And really what's important for you in that process is to understand that this is not an indication of a problem. It doesn't mean that something is wrong. It simply means that this is something you need to experience to get to where you wanna go. And how you move through that experience is everything. And so instead of reacting, how are you now responding and how are you using this information so you don't have to keep repeating these lessons over and over again and you can actually achieve the success and the greatness that you really want to achieve. I love that. Okay. Yes, that is so true. Um, and I love that you say that because we always talk about 
you know, a lot of times how society really um, creates like a fantasy around entrepreneurship. They glamorize yes. it. They don't tell you the truthness yes. of what entrepreneurs and business owners go through. Um, and I, I, I have to tell you, and it's, it's part of the process. It's like, it helps you, I think, when you understand that, that it comes with tests, trials, challenges, struggles, that it makes it easier to actually go through the process, knowing that it is a process that you're going Absolutely. to go through, but that you're going to come out, right, victorious on the other side of whatever that thing is. It's going to make you a better person. If you do really the work. Help. Yes, when you if you work, because most people are trying to skip that process. They don't want to do the work, and yeah. that's where the challenge is. That's when you really suffer because you don't really want to look at what's really happening and accept it for what it is. You try to make it a fantasy and glamorize it, and try to make it something that is not, and then you suffer. Yeah, that's good, Tracy. I would tap right in on what she said, um, uh, that last little part right there. You got to do your prep work. You can't just go through the, uh, you know, my pet peeve is always uh, coming into the new year with the uh, uh, new year resolutions. And usually by the end of January, the beginning of February, we tend to wave off on those resolutions. You don't have to wait until January to discover that there are some great things and some wonderful things that you can merge into uh, the day you hear his work. So whatever opportunities, you know, whatever collaborations, uh, folks are, are staying in their little boxes. Get out of those boxes. Connect with people, not just people that you are familiar with, but connect with that you're not familiar with that walk in a way that is different from you because what we don't realize, new things enhance who you are. That opens up the flower that you didn't know was there. That's one thing. Uh, prepping yourself, preparing for something great to happen. When you begin to say, wait a minute, I don't have to wait, but I can begin that process now. Take everything that you've learned, all the good, the bad, and the indifferent, and encompass that because that makes up who you are. Even the stuff you thought, as she said, was a struggle, was actually you coming out of that cocoon to be uh, uh, metamorphically the butterfly. So if you hold up on some of those great things, those wonderful lessons, you're missing out on what you could be doing. And uh, I would also, of course, in the tune of balance, find your voice of balance. Find what works for you, what keeps you motivated, what keeps you calm. If you know things are toxic, then don't take them any further. You don't have to wait for 2020. You can shut that down now and begin to bring people into your life that assist you with encouragement, that assist you with challenge. And challenge is not bad. Challenge is actually good when you have folks in your life that know how to put that foot in your back to keep you so. That's good. That's my pet peeve too. Like I mm -hmm. hear people talking about New Year's resolutions that never, they never come, right? They never, yeah. why are you waiting? 
Wow. Right? You you can take action right now. You can take the steps now. You can start now. You can do it now. Today right now. Your new year day. This right. can be your new year's. You don't have to wait. You know, and oftentimes when somebody comes to my office and say, you know, hey, you know, can you help me? I'm like, look, you're waiting until a special date next year to decide that you're going to get it together. And, and that's the problem. Make your decision today, right now. If you didn't make it before today, don't beat yourself up no more. Make right. it today. today. Awesome. I love it. Cherie? Well, being the recharge strategist, you know, I'm all about mind, body, spirit and balance. So for 2019, my biggest takeaways were being strategic and not just having busy work, but actually having meaningful meetings, having meaningful conversations, not just spending time saying I'm busy and I'm an entrepreneur, but actually making moves that are going to bring money to the table and recognizing the importance of saying no to certain opportunities because every opportunity is not for you. Um, just because it comes to you doesn't mean it's for you. And all money is not good money. <laughs> so sometimes we all have probably been there where we accepted that assignment. And then we look back and we're like, oh my God, why did I say yes to this? Now I'm drained. Now I don't feel like it. Or it turned out to be a disaster, whatever the story may have been. And so maintaining balance in 2020 is important for me, making sure that I'm performing my self-care while still making those, those strategic moves and having those strategic partners that I collaborate with throughout the year um, and not being afraid to say no unapologetically, not being afraid to say no without an explanation. Yes. No is a complete sentence. Yes, it is. <laughs> I think it's knowing when to say no and knowing when to say yes. Cause I just um, got off of a, a collaborative call in which I was talking about how in 2017 I made the decision to say yes to opportunities I was saying no to before that I should have been saying yes to, right? Mm -hmm. And in, in the same regard, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm at a place where I'm saying no to things that I was saying yes to that didn't best serve me or align with my purpose and being unapologetic about saying no to those things. Um, so, so that's good. We're going to circle back on opportunities because that's a recurring theme. Myra? I've had three themes this year. And it's so funny because each person has touched on all of those things. So I feel like I'm like the, I'm, I'm the, I'm the wrap up session, <laughs> but it's funny. So one of my, one of my themes this year, because I too have a pet peeve about New Year's resolutions. I stopped that a long time ago because I was like, what, what am I resolving? And truth be told, for me personally, my new year starts on my birthday. So my new year started on yesterday, as a matter of fact. Yesterday was my birthday. My oh, new year birthday. starts on my birthday. Thank you. <laughs> so that's when my new year started. So I'm in a brand new and different season right now. And so the thing with that is every client this year, I was like, forget that new year, new me. I hate that. Like, it, there's not much that I hate in life. I hate new year, new me. So I start telling people, I said, what we're going to say now is now year, now me, period. It is about right now. And it is about who you are right now, this year, right now. And not, not looking in the future so much so that you forget about where you really need to be sitting in this present moment. And all of us really are so connected right now 
Um, the other thing that I've been talking to people about is divine orchestration is a very important thing. Sit in it, rest in it, be in it, understand that as we're moving forward, there are some divine things that happen and whatever, it, it's not even about what your religious bend is. It's about, we all are operating in a spiritual capacity and there are some things, some connections, some moves that we're supposed to make that are divinely orchestrated. And if we sit in that and pay attention and stop getting so bogged into what am, what am I deciding for next year? What are you deciding for today? And so I've really been, when I talk mindset, I've really been moving people back to, can you just embody where you are right now? Can you get out of the past and out of the future and be right here? Because if you can't be right here successfully, then nothing that you're attempting to do is going to work. And I, I say that from a place of a person that did that, that experienced that, that lived that. Even as an entrepreneur, it was like, okay, what mistakes did I make in the past? In the past, What things can I, how can I make up for it as I go forward in the future? And it's like, no, no, no. Where are you right now? Let's, let's lock your GPS into where you are right now. And now we can properly get the map and the guidance to where you're trying to go. And so the other thing, that I, I, I have is um, trust yourself. Trust yourself. So often we spend so much time listening to everybody else and considering everybody else the guru of our life. Not to say don't get help. We're all coaches on here. So we want people to get the help. But also understanding, listen, you need to learn how to trust yourself. I've told people, and I've told the story quite often, when I finished my initial coaching certifications, went through all of this stuff, had natural ability, have been doing the, all of this stuff for a very long time outside of certifications. This was seven years ago. I decided, well, the way that we're supposed to go is to go get a business coach, right? And then my business coach decided that you can't be empowerment. You can't be a life coach. You have to niche down. So there's only three place, three ways you can make this money. And she guided me into what she thought I was supposed to do. And I didn't trust myself enough to say, well, if there's not a lane for this, according to her, and I know that this is what God told me to do, then I need to move in that thing, no matter what she says. But instead, I didn't trust me. I didn't trust the divine orchestration. I didn't trust the way that I'm supposed to move at the time. And so I listened to her, went with what she said and not said, not, not like now when most of us, we co-create with our clients. And instead I was like, well, just tell me what to do and I'm going to do it. And I went down that path for years, years. You know, but that was what I was supposed to do, right? And so this year has been all about helping people unpack that. Unpack that programming of this is how it's supposed to go. This is the only way to do it. You can't have any input in it. And it has to be about, like right now, there's a whole bunch of folks saying, forget 2019, I got to focus on 2020. You're not going to make it to 2020 in your business and you're not making money in 2019. We're still in 2019. Yeah. So we have, we have these, <laughs> again, it's not, 
it's great to have a vision, but you can't lose sight of where you are right now, right? Be in the present. Be in the moment. Be in the present moment. What do you need to do right now? Because a lot of times I think we overwhelm ourselves by, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm a visionary. I have a lot of ideas. I, I need to focus in on today. Like right now, what do I need to do? What is the next step, right, uh, that is going to get me there? Um, but that was really good. So there's a, a recurring thing. I want to talk about opportunities because um, I talk about opportunities um, all the time and not just that, but women working together um, to take advantage of opportunities. And Myra, you talked about um, the divine orchestration. I'm always talking about that too. And I've just seen that so much um, this entire year. And I just said, I just got off calls. Um, that you, I think you have to be intuitive uh, to that and discern. Um, so I want to talk about opportunities um, from your perspective, and what do you look at, or um, how do you evaluate opportunities to know if it is the right opportunity for you to pursue? Because we just talked about how not all opportunities are, are the right opportunities for you in this point in time, right? Um, but then some opportunities are for people, right? They may be for you, but people are closed at keeping the door closed and then not open the door. And some opportunities only come once, right? So from your perspective, if you can help our audience, like what do you look at when you're assessing these opportunities um, and collaborations? What do you, what do you look like at when you're thinking about which ones to pursue that is going to best align with your purpose? Avalora? Wow, that's a doozy uh, because there's so much that I can say about that. And there's so much a lot. Um, a lot of times when I'm working with my clients, that is one of the things that we work on because the truth is, if you're doing this work, if you are growing, transforming, healing, you know, really working on living your best life, opportunities should be coming to you, right? And opportunities could be in the form of a negative and it could be in the form of a positive. We always look at opportunities as a positive, but some negative things are opportunities too, because again, they're part of that test that I talked about. That is an opportunity. Yeah. You know, it's an opportunity for you to see where you are, it's an opportunity for you to see where you need to grow, it's an opportunity to see if you are, you know, on your purpose or if you're still being distracted, right? So opportunities come on both sides of the coin. Um, so when I look at opportunities, I always look at, I think the first thing is you having an absolute clear vision. Because if you don't have that clear vision, you can't measure that opportunity if it's something that really is something that's going to be beneficial for you or not. So you have to have a clear vision of where you are right now in this present moment and where you want to go and have a strategy on how to get there. And I do, so a part of a lot of the work that I do is, is really a combination of coaching, it's also counseling, and then it's energy healing. And a part of that energy piece is people have different energies. One of the things that I think is really important for you to know is how does your energy work? How do you manifest as an individual naturally? Not what somebody is saying, how it should be. But how do you naturally do that? So do you pull energy in or do you push energy out? You know, or do you do a combination? 
So I'll give you an example. For somebody like me, I am a very, um, I'm a strategic person, but I'm also a very intuitive person. So how I move is different than other people because I'm literally operating off of both sides. And I'm very intentional about putting out into the world what it is that I want and then letting it come to me. Where I have colleagues that are on the other spectrum of they, they know what they want and they're going to go out and get it. My energy doesn't work that way. So I kind of do my inner work and I allow things to come to me. And it's not, it's not one way is better than the other, but it's understanding who you are and how you best manifest and how you best work and then operating at your strength. So you could be one of those persons, you're trying to force things to happen and that's not your energy. Or you could be one of those people trying to sit back and be passive and that's not your energy, so nothing's coming. So you got to look at what is your vision? Are you clear about your vision? When things come to you, how are they coming to you? And are they in alignment with what it, with what your vision? So for me, a lot of times when things come to me, I know it's in alignment because I know that I am very intentional in putting out what I want strategically and allowing it to happen. So usually when it comes, I'm like, that's it. I was waiting for that. I put that energy out there. So I think it's, it's really, it goes back to really truly knowing yourself and doing your work so that you can be very clear. And it just makes your process so much easier. And then I'm absolutely going to say have an advisor, whether it's a life coach like me, whether it's your mama, your sister, somebody who really knows you, but somebody who's going to hold you accountable to your vision. Because a lot of times you need to be stretched. And a lot of times when things are in alignment with our vision, but maybe they come with, oh, I'm not comfortable with that or it's outside of my comfort zone, we tend to say no when it really should be a yes. So have somebody that is, is, is your advisor that's holding you accountable that says, well, no, you said you wanted to do this. So if you want to do this, why are you saying no to this opportunity or why are you throwing up resistance? Like I had to have some of my mastermind people check me when I had a whole lot of things literally happening at the same time from speaking engagements, book deal, reality show, retreat. And I was just like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And they were like, Ava Laura, you said you wanted this. Why are you saying no to this reality show? Or why are you putting them on hold? You should have said yes and just got ready. Right. So we need people in our circle to hold us accountable to that so that when it happens, like we talked about before, you're not saying no to things that you absolutely should be saying yes to, because certain opportunities do only come once in a lifetime. You work so hard for it. You sowed those seeds. You did the work. And now you're saying no. That's good. That's, That's very good. good. Tracy, I would tag right along with what she's saying. She uh, talked about the opportunities there. I call it the flow. Uh, you know when you're in tune with what it is you're supposed to be doing because it feels like the wave of water. You're just flowing in it. And so what happens is when you get out of, of character, we have a lot of people that are trying to mimic other people. And Myra said something that really irks me. Uh, when someone comes to me because they have somebody's voice so heavy in their life that they're now becoming what that business coach thinks they should be because you you put out a certain energy, as she said, and what ends up happening, you become something other than yourself. 
because people are trying to figure you out. And so they think they have it. And so they think that a part of giving advice means turning into somebody else. When all it is, is you are assisting them in being their best self of who they are and what they're supposed to be doing. And so when you begin to flow, you know it. It doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like you're having even somebody else. You know, I talk about Simone Biles and some of them all the time. When you look at Simone, what others may call difficult, was prepared for this. So her flow caused them to name movement after her. So when you begin to flow, what others may feel is difficulty, it's, it's just natural with who you are and why you're here. And so you can talk about it like it's yesterday. It, 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 it just, it just it exudes on you. So it, it, you know, it, it, it goes beyond uh, your belief structure. It goes beyond, it, it, in fact, it enhances how you believe and what you do so that uh, your, your, the way you parent, the way you do business, the type of businesses you walk into have all to do with your flow and your growth process, your maturing process, so that you're learning. And so whenever somebody comes to me with an opportunity, uh, I know that it's for me because I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm being challenged to go further beyond where I am. And so there will be parts of it where I'm like, yeah, right, okay. But I know that that's just how I learn. And so she was on it when she was talking about uh, how you fit into those things and what that looks like for you differing from somebody else. So I would tell anybody, stop mimicking for me because that's not gonna work. You're gonna waste years trying to be somebody else, be you. And, and God will bring people into your life that will help mirror to you who you really are. They'll hold up that mirror every time you say, well, who am I? Put the mirror up so that you can look back at yourself and begin to realize I've been walking in me for a long time, but I let people tell me that I was wrong. That's good. Ladies, be your authentic self, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important because I, I know that there's a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners, people in general that have that challenge, right? Um, of being true to who they are and not taking on the personalities of other people that they see, that they think are it, that I think are doing the thing, right? Um, but just be you. So connect with people that are going to help to bring the best out of you, the best you out of you, right? Cherie? Um, on top of being your authentic self, the other thing you have to make sure you do is that you do your research. So make sure that that person and their brand aligns with your purpose and your brand. Also making sure that, you know, they stand morally for what you stand for, because your morals may be totally different and then you're going to clash. So sometimes just because a person is one way and they present themselves on social media and in their businesses comes across as, as glorious or glamorous doesn't necessarily mean that that's their moral stand outside of that or in business with you. So do your research, make sure, sure you know what their brand represents um, and make sure it's not going to clash with yours. Also, when um, collaborating and all, make sure that you're going to be dealing with your target audience, because if I'm going to something about electronics, that's not my target audience. 
experience. So why would I accept um, an assignment like that or a collaboration like that when that's not my audience that I'm seeking to reach? So just being, again, I use strategic. I am very strategic about moves that I make, who I work with. Um, and also on top of that, making sure that I'm still performing my self-care and I'm not burning myself out by saying yes to everything, especially if it doesn't align with my purpose. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yes, you have to be um, mindful of who it is that you're working with and be mm -hmm. strategic about it. Um, at every opportunity, um, be, just be strategic in your business, period. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, that's going to be very helpful. But especially when you're talking about you're collaborating, now you're bringing yes. other people into the equation and they're bringing you into their, their initiatives and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Um, you really want to be conscious of those types of things. So thank you so much for that. Uh, Myra. Well, everybody, look, you guys are just, we are flowing today. I love it because <laughs> my word is aligned. When I'm thinking about opportunities, I'm always looking for alignment. And Tracy mentioned flow and Avalor, you were talking the same thing and, and even strategic. It's, it's about aligning yourself with and being confident in that alignment. Because a lot of times, we jump into opportunities because we, you know, we've all been taught, jump on with people that are doing more than you, that have a bigger platform than you, because you want to be seen, you know, and so, and I, I watched this over the last, what, I guess maybe even the last five, six years, especially, everybody wants to jump on each other's train, not because they can help each other move forward, but because this person has 20,000 followers and I want to get in front of those people. Not because they're aligned with my purpose, but because I want to be popular. So you have to go back and decide, why are you doing this thing that you're doing? Is it because you genuinely want to help the people that are assigned to you? Or do you want to be a coattail person that wants to drag on everybody else's coattails and look at even like... Um, even like Sheree was saying, you know, you want to go and say, oh, this person is flashy, this person, and they're uh, doing something completely outside of what you're supposed to be doing or what you're connected to, but because they're flashy and they're popular, you decide, well, I'm going to jump on their platform just to be seen. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about anything that their people need. They don't, they're not even thinking about what I offer, but I'm being seen. And sometimes you have to decide that, you know, outside of this social media industry, like me, like me, like me, you could have five people that keep you working versus 20,000 people that keep you sitting and looking. You know, over the last, I've been telling people over the last probably four or five days, I've had this extremely crazy influx of Facebook likes or and Facebook friend requests. I don't know where these people came from. I don't like literally every night overnight, it's at least a hundred friend requests. And I'm like, Harpo, who this? Like for real, you know? And it was and in the beginning, I was like, okay, let me look at everybody's page and see who they are and do I blah, blah, whatever. And then I decided to start saying, well, you know what? I'm just going to like everybody. Right. And so I jumped out of alignment of, what I have been curating on my page. I, I needed to be able to kind of, I guess, hold on to some of the control 
where I could reach out and do my process of, hey, how are you doing? Who are you? What is your name? Why are you trying to be on my page? Like, why do I need to be connected to you? Because guess what? You can click the follow button on my personal page. You can click the like button on my business page. We don't have to see, I don't have to see your timeline just because you want to see mine, right? And when I stepped outside of that, and it wasn't even about me not being confident in who I am. It was, I was like, oh my God, there's so many people. Okay, I jumped out of my own alignment and stopped handling my process and stopped following my own intuition, right? And then I started getting yahoos and foolery. I started getting the people that were, hey, beautiful, hey, gorgeous. I started getting all the people that before you said hello to me, the first thing you said was buy my stuff. I'm connected to you so you can buy my stuff. Don't you want to buy my things? I, I sell this thing. I sell that. I tell people I love network marketing, right? I've been in the industry, been out of the industry. But if the first thing that you say, if I click on accept you at 826 and at 828, you're giving me your website and buy my things, join my team. Well, the only reason I'm receiving that is because I've stepped out of alignment with what my process is. I've stepped out of alignment with my personal flow of who I accept into my space. It is all about the energy of the people that I surround myself with because I am intuitive. I am empathic. So I understand and I know better. And I was like, I had to really sit with that yesterday. What happened? Did you get caught up in the, in the, ooh, it's a lot of people thing, which that was never your thing? Are you not confident in sitting with your however many followers that you have or how many friends you have? Are you not confident with getting out there and doing things in a, in a different way? Yes, maybe then you're currently doing it. Maybe you do need to engage with several new people. Maybe that's what God in the universe is telling you is that it's now time to connect with different people. However, you also know that you have to protect your energy. You have to protect what flows down, up and down your timeline. So I'm gonna need you to go back and get confident in your own thing and how you do and how you present yourself. Because even if no one has ever said it before, the people that you allow on your timeline, the people that you allow in your friendships, the people that you allow in your interactions, those are opportunities as well. Those are opportunities to either elevate yourself or bring yourself down. You're gonna raise your vibration or lower your vibration simply by who you have allowed yourself to be connected to. And so I really had to sit with that and say, well, I really appreciate how it, and it's been, it's, it's really like right now, there's a whole bunch of people sitting in there. I appreciate that y'all are coming by for whatever reason, but this isn't gonna be a fast process because I need to do my due diligence and I need to sit in the alignment that I flow in to make sure that I'm not bringing Yahoo foolery all the way into my inbox and into, because now if I don't do it the right way, I'm messing up my day by hand, doing all this free stuff that's not making me any money. And you're not the people that I'm even trying to align with in the first place. You're not coming to pay me. You're coming to look at me because you think I'm cute. Are you coming to laugh at some of the memes that I'm putting on there? But I had to go back to me and say, again, you said this year in every opportunity, you were going to be confident in what you do and how you do it and what you allow around you. Absolutely. So, yeah. That's good. 
Alignment. So audience, get in alignment. Surround yourself with people that are aligned with, with you, where you're going, what your purpose is. And ladies, we could keep talking like and talking and talking. This is so good. Um, we only have so much time for this show. But I really wanted to, um, before we wrap up the show, talk about what you ladies' vision is um, for 2020, for this new decade. Because I, I always talk about how big it is, like how huge it is. There's just a shift happening. And really, I think women are just elevating. Um, there's a shift with women, 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 women entrepreneurs, women business owners. Um, so I, as a visionary, I just see big things happening for women in the next decade. Um, but I want to know what that looks like for you. What is your vision for yourself? And if you can offer like one tip uh to our audience members um and how to best prepare themselves for the greatness that is to come in the new decade in 2020. Avalora? Yeah for me um it's it's really about like I said I'm in my 14th uh business season uh we're going into November now crazy um but my 14th business season and so when I look at 2020 really what I look at like this is this is my time. I have sown my seeds. I have watered them. I have nurtured them. I have given them the sunlight. I have spoken to them. I have sang to them. You know, like I have done the work. I have put it in. So right now, when we're coming into this new decade, like this is my time. This is my time. And I'm really excited about that. So right now what I'm doing, if I can offer a tip is to, you know, I'm, I'm really sitting in this space of gratitude before things even happen, right? I'm sitting in that space of gratitude of what I know is to come, what I have right now, accepting where I am right now, accepting what is to come and really grounding and, and centering myself and perfecting um, my self-care and working on my energy, all of those things, because when all of those things happen, I got to be in a position to accept it. I have to be in the space to be able to say yes and not burn myself in the process, not overwhelm myself, not get anxious, not say, oh my God, I prayed for all of this, but now it's happening. I don't know what to do. So this right now is that time to be grounded, to be centered, to perfect my self-care regimen, to really honor the space that I am now and really look forward to and be open to the possibilities and everything that I know is coming and mentally and spiritually and emotionally, physically preparing myself to have the energy to be able to cultivate and accept all those wonderful things that I have now sown and now are coming to me. So that's so important because what I do want to say is that a lot of times what happens is we, when we finally get the things that we want, we find ways to self-sabotage. Yes. Okay, so you do not want to self-sabotage. So you got to take care of yourself in the here and now and prepare yourself for what is to come so you don't burn out and self-sabotage. That's good. Tracy? Well, a uh, beautiful year this year. I hit... 50 this year. Congratulations. And, uh, thank you. and uh, this is the year of Jubilee for me. When she was talking, I said, I could just go on and, and, and put a jig in right there. 
because a lot of times when you are in helper field and you're helping so many wonderful people achieve uh, greatness in everything, I tend to like it to my grandmother and my mother when I was growing up. They made sure everybody was fed. My, my dad, my granddad, and all the other guests, but then they would last. And I remember going to Illinois to speak in, in a small town for the first time. And the Lord pointed to a building and said, tell me about this building. The building was in the city. The building was present, but the building was overlooked. And if you're not careful, you will take yourself out of the story or take yourself out of the picture because you cause everybody else's hunger to be more important than yours. And so you walk away with the belly that is, that is singing its song because you did not eat. And so you have to make sure that you are eating, make sure that you are well, make sure. So 50 for me was like, you know, I gave everybody a turn. Uh, I, my kids are grown. You know, I had a nice chat with my son as I was taking him to work. I said, son, you'll be You should be feeling the beauty of being uh, grown yourself. I want to know what your decisions are about your life. My daughter just turned 21. I said, girl, you, you, you're ready to move forward. She has her own business. I said, what are we going to do now? So I'm, I'm, I, I, I smile about the possibilities. My mother will be turning 80 next year. And uh, so we've been having this kind of conversation. I told dad, I said, you want to be an old fuddy-duddy and sit in the corner and, and, and grow old? That's you. But don't do it to mom. She needs to get out there. So this is about jubilee. This is about celebration. This is about, like she was saying, gratitude. This is about really honing in smelling the flowers. You know, I used to travel backs and forth to Texas when I was still in the military. And I would look at the long stretch of road and you would look at it, it. There would be uh, just just uh, debris or rocks and everything like that. But every now and then you would see a flower and it would stick out in my mind. And so now we're, we're looking for the flower opportunities, going back to what uh, 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 Sherry said earlier about uh, 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 looking for those things, being strategic. When you put your, set your mind to look for stuff, after a while, it will start popping up uh, right there by your doorstep. And you can really pick that flower up. I, I want to do the ancestors proud. I don't want them to think that we're just pushing through life just to work for work's sake. But when you begin to take a moment and smell the flowers, enjoy the fruit, pick the fruit from the tree. Don't wait for it to fall. If it's already ripe, grab that thing and take a <laughs> And that's what it is for you. <laughs> that is so good, Tracy. Okay, Cherie. All right. Well, I have a couple things that are unfinished from this year. So I have my new book coming out, um, Recharge, Mind, Body, and Spirit, 30 Ways to Enrich Your Life Through Self-Care. Um, this is my most detailed book that I'm going to be launching next year um, that really delves into mind, body, spirit, how we can just gain that total harmony and feel whole as a person. So I'm going to finish that book. Um, gaining more global visibility is very important for 2020 for me. Um, not just networking and collaborating with people in my zip code and in my state, but trying to get out more uh, global 
and, and traveling more, um, as well as um, making sure that I am making sure I continue my, with my own self-care so that I can continue to enjoy this God assignment that I'm give that I'm given so I can pour from a full cup and not an empty cup. So mm. that's the biggest things with me, visibility, making those, those moves to collaborate with people who are like-minded, who are in the health and wellness arena, um, like um, Avalor over there, <laughs> so that we can get together and do some things and, and make some life-changing moves for other people. That's wonderful. Myra? Um, 2020 for me is a, an exponential growth, growth year. Um, I made some major shifts. Like I said, I wasn't wasn't happy with the previous business, so I rebranded, reset, changed some things, started over. Um, and this year, last year and this year have been very impactful in the foundation setting. And there's a whole numerological thing with this particular birth year and the age. I, you know, Tracy says she turned 50, I turned 44. And there's a whole lot going on with 44. Like, I was like, I'm 44. Yay. All right. But then I was paying attention to the numbers of it all and the significance of some things with even the numbers of 2020 um, as it relates to my particular life. And I was like, oh, okay, big things are happening. So all of, all of the, the last maybe three years in my business shift have all been foundational. So now is the springboard time. And I was like, oh, okay, well, let, let's go ahead and get that. That's fine. Um, so that also means paying attention to the opportunities, paying attention to the collaborations, aligning myself properly um, with people that are on a similar mind, body, spirit journey. Um, and that means that if, you know, whether it's business, whether it's friendships, relationships, being very mindful of those things. Um, there are, you know, I was, I was looking at even as, you know, as it connects with my um, birth time, you know, my birth year or whatever, um, birthday, I'm sorry. Um, and I do a list of things. And so that even goes into kind of this particular um, situation as well. You said, give one tip. My one tip for me, as well as other people is to choose. It's all about choices. Choose, choose to celebrate everything whether it's good, whether it's bad, celebrate it anyway. Choose to learn from everything because whether it's good or bad, there's a lesson in each and everything. I took a lesson from being in business for seven years in a business that I didn't necessarily love and moving into a business that I'm excited about, that I love, that I'm able to be impactful in. You know, be able to, to take action, choose to take action. Most of us start plenty of things and don't finish it and then others of us don't even get started. But you have to choose to take the action. You have to choose to decide that you're going to live and thrive, period. A lot of us sit back and we get so bogged down and that's something that I, I told myself, 2020, I'm not gonna get so bogged down in my business that I forget to live the life that I'm talking about helping other people learn to smile. I like to smile too, right? I like to, to I like to do things that I'm excited about that jazz me up that make me want to wake up every morning. And so that's another thing that I said, you know, for this year, it's all about the choices. It's all about making the, the, the choices that align with what I desire and where I want to go. I love that. I love that you talked about choice. Um, having choice 
right, is a powerful thing. You decide what happens with your life. You decide what happens with your business, right? You can do it now. Um, I love that. And I would have to say, like, I can relate to all, all of you um, and what your vision is. And um, Avalura, I love what you said about, because that resonates with me too, is you, you planted the seeds, you put in the work, you've been toiling, right? And I'm looking, I, not looking, I've already been, started experiencing the exponential growth, right? And impact and um, in my influence and in my income. So when we, we just put together a summit and the um, hashtag would just explode 2019, and that's exactly what um, it's doing. So my expectation is high. Um, and even with that in my forward thinking, I'm really attentive to self-care. Um, and I talk about that for other people, but I do that because I'm, I, the focus is on me to do this because that's an area that I've been challenged with in the past that I have to be intentional about focusing on and not taking care of everybody else. And Tracy um, helped me with that. I think everybody did, but um, not just taking care of everybody else, but taking care of Shantae, um, that self-care and doing the work that I need to do, right? So that my cup is continuously overflowing. It's not just full, it's overflowing. Because I always say everybody connected to me wins, right? So all you ladies are going to win for the simple fact that I'm winning. <laughs> and um, I want everybody to win. Every single person that I'm connected to, every single person that comes on to this show, I want you all to win and you are winners. Um, you all are doing great things. You're impacting the world in great ways. And your story today has made a significant impact um, on everyone that will see this broadcast, right? Um, so you're speaking into their lives and hel helping them to set themselves up for, for success, to let them know that they are great, that they are here for a purpose right? And anything that they want to do, they can do it. And they don't have to wait. Audience, you don't have to wait. You can start right now. Right now, where you are, whatever circumstance, whatever situation you're in, um, start right now. Um, and that's the tip that I would give is to start, right? And to connect, make the proper connections. Know that you don't, you're not in this alone. No matter what you you may be going through, you're not in it alone. There's other people that have been through it or are going through it. And we have to be a community for each other. We have to connect with each other. We talked about that alignment, right? And divine connections. These are all, the, these ladies are here because of that. I put out the call, they answered the call, right? We've been building connections and we've been building relationships that's so important for entrepreneurs is really important for us as women that when we take on so much, we feel like we're doing everything all on our, our, our own and we don't have that help and support. We are the help and support for, for one another. So ladies, I appreciate you all being on. I'm so excited because we're doing great things with this show. I've evolved, right? I'm like Myra with the whole reset. I know so many ladies, again, shifts are happening. Reset, just throw out what was, right? <laughs> it's a new me. It's a new day. It's a new, I'm further, more aligned with my purpose. And my purpose is working with women to help women um, 
gain more influence, more impact, and more income in their lives. I want women to be empowered. I want women to know that they, there are no limits. You can do whatever you set out to do um, in your life. And I want women to achieve their best life. Whatever that looks like for you, it is possible. It is going to happen. And in any way that I can assist you in doing that and providing my platform or giving you access uh, to my platform, that's what I want to do. And that's the direction that I'm moving in in 2020, even with the rebrand of the show. is Basically women anyway, but it's really going to be focused on all women and our stories because as I say and as we know, there is power in every one of our stories and people need to hear it. They need hope, right? They need to know that they can do it. They can overcome any circumstance, any trial, any test, that if we were able to overcome, so can they. Um, so we wanna use that platform for that and give more opportunities uh, for women entrepreneurs. So that is where we're going in 2020. So we're super excited. excited. Thank you ladies so much for coming on and celebrating with us. Yeah. Before we close out, just let everybody know um, where they can contact each of you if they want to connect. Avalora. Yes, I am Googleicious. I am the only Avalora. You type in A-V-A-L-A-U-R-A. -A -A, I will pop up with my head wrap. That's me. So you can go to avalora.com. You can connect with me on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram. So just pop in and say, hey, I saw you. Hey. Love it. Tracy, where can they connect with you? Social media are for Tracy K. George, any form of that. And you can find me on Amazon with the same name. And you can go to www.tracythecoach.com. Awesome. Sheree, where can our audience connect with you? On social media, I am Sheree M. Good. And uh, my website is totalharmonyenterprises.com. Also, you can listen to my podcast, my recharge podcast on anchor.com. Awesome. And Myra, where can they connect with you? I'm everywhere. Myra J. Stefter. All social media, myrajstefter.com. Um, I, I try to keep it simple. I'm me. So. <laughs> awesome. Keep it simple. And you can connect with us. Like I said, we're rebranding, but there's so many opportunities. Um, we're um, going to put out the call for ambassadors. So if you'd like to be an ambassador, a sponsor, a show guest, or if you would like to uh, promote your business or take out an advertisement, those opportunities will be available. You can message us at the show at Biz Talk Live Show. Just send us a message um, and we will respond to those requests. And we look forward to coming out uh, with a brand new season, January 2020. So again, thank you audience for tuning in to the broadcast. Thank you guests for being here on the show. As always, continue to pursue every dream ahead of you. And we will see you next season. Have a great day.